0: Lodgecasters, welcome to the Lodgecast, the official podcast show of Gentlemen'sAvenue.com. I'm your host, Mr. M. This is being recorded at Palero Studios. We're on the 13th floor of Whittier's tallest building. That's right, folks. We went to the top of the damn building, the entire penthouse suite. We got marble floors. We got ice sculptures. The whole Man, you probably sit there and think, I keep hearing about this 13th floor penthouse suite. I don't see shit. Well, trust me, it's all here. If you're a guest or somebody wants to be a guest, you can find out quickly. Just go ahead and contact us, and you will find out what the 13th floor is all about. So anyways, you're tuned in to episode 33. We have an amazing guest, man. I'm super excited. Uh, we have Jackie Mendes. She's a great singer. You're going to want to stay tuned. She'll be coming out very shortly. So anyways... Today, oh, okay, first, before we go there, before we even get into today, all these can be found on our website at Gentleman'sAvenue.com forward slash The LodgeCast. They can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, social media. You can find us at The LodgeCast on Instagram, on Twitter, at The LodgeCast. So you're saying, what the hell is he talking about? What can be found? So we have not only the podcast, which is the audio only portion, but we also have a vodcast, which is the video. So if you want to find out what's going on, you want to see what this 13th floor amazing state of the art set looks like man tune in you can watch it i know maybe you want to watch the news it's the same old song and dance but hey you can tune in and watch your own content so if you want to find out about this amazing artist man just tune in that's all you got to do spread the word so anyways man today's been an amazing day why world cup fever has taken over that's right folks my voice is a little bit hoarse right now um We'll talk a little bit about that later. But anyways, man, it's been a good day. Uh, I'm on round number two here and uh, I'm just looking forward, man. I mean, music is a part of life, right? I mean, uh, it's in everything, man. I I don't care. You don't watch a movie without a soundtrack, Uh, your life. I mean, dances, you name it. I mean, are part of life uh, i don't know very many people that listen to talk radio all the time unless you're listening to the podcast my podcast otherwise than that then you know but music it really is it's really something that can take you to a different place a mindset it can change you it can you know lift you up or you know unfortunately sometimes uh bring you down if, if you're listening to the wrong stuff that's right i said there's wrong stuff out there but anyways without further ado i want jackie to come on say, come on down jackie I hope it didn't feel like the price is right that much, did it? <laughs> no. How's it I'm going? enjoying my beer. All right. Just get your headset on and we'll get going here. How was the, uh, can you hear yourself there? Yes. How was the uh, the elevator right up to the 13th floor?
1: It was scary.
0: <laughs> my, hands, But I made it. I, I still get climbing hands. It was worth it. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad. The doorman. He's nice.
1: He was nice, yeah. Well, you know, they're good. He they're, made me feel safe, you know, so, <laughs> so I'm good. I made it. Safe it's and sound. It's just a number 13 kind of, like, scares people sometimes, but I think it's a pretty cool number. Well, you know, it's yeah, the tallest
0: building in Whittier. I mean, what more do you want?
1: <laughs> exactly. I
0: mean, go big or go home. That's how I look at it. You yep. Know? But anyways, we have you here, man. I'm super excited.
1: Thanks. Like,
0: I know me it probably too. doesn't come across on the messages, like I'm like a fam fanboying it a little bit because <laughs> you're, you're a singer. I mean, music, right? Yep. Uh, it, it's it, it's like I was saying earlier, it's part of life and part of
1: a huge part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how,
0: how much how big is it in your life or has it
1: been <sighs> like ridiculously big? Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty much my life mm-hmm. and it's not because I feel like it has to be. It's just. Kind of ended up that way mm-hmm. and i think that's why i'm at where i'm at now is because mm-hmm. everything a lot of stuff i do just involves it it just keeps me like going mm-hmm. you know so it definitely is a huge part of my life my fun activities involve music my work involves music like it's just always around when mm-hmm. i'm just cleaning at home i'm listening to music like it's just there you know yeah. it's a big part of who i am so yeah
0: and a lot of people, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if just certain cultures maybe embrace music more mm-hmm. than, than others. Uh, you know, I mean, because y- your style of music, it, where, where, what was your early influences? I mean, that you could sit there and go, you know, this, I can remember the first time music really.
1: Mm, I think for me, when I really just decided I wanted to like jam out, mm-hmm. be in a band, um, it was kind of like maybe more in middle school because mm-hmm. i still had like that shyness to me but i knew that every time i i listened to something i think what really made me realize like man that looks really fun mm-hmm. i want to try it out was uh in the i think like oh, when was it like in the l- m- late 90s when i was in middle school uh ska was still really um like i guess predominant like it was still very much, um, it still is, but I mean, at that time, it was actually kind of going like mainstream, mm-hmm. which was crazy. And I think seeing um, a lot of bands and listening to a lot of bands at that time, kind of like bands like, uh, I mean, for me, like, no doubt, you mm-hmm. know, like, I would see Gwen like doing her thing and she was just like so energetic mm-hmm. and just very in your face, but there was something like very attracting for me like that seemed like oh man she looks so like she's so strong she's just doing it you know mm-hmm. and then even just you know seeing a bunch of of those bands with like the lead singers that were girls and even just uh a lot of punk rock music too um i have a favorite band called x
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they're actually a guy and girl duo and so i listened to them and I. I don't know it's uh, that's always like a hard question because i was into so many things like little by little you kind of like learn as you go i didn't really have anybody older than me or anyone kind of how would you say like guiding you like oh like like a mentor musical mentor a lot of people are lucky enough to have someone like that i didn't really have that i think mm-hmm. i kind of just found all this stuff on my own so there was like silly stuff i was into that i'm mm-hmm. like oh my god you know you kind of like
0: yeah you like what i want to i want to like <laughs> what, what was what was the the closet uh music no uh, it
1: wasn't even closet i'll still like I, i'm not ashamed <laughs> <laughs> like you know how people say oh my guilty pleasure it's yeah. like i'm i i do not feel guilty you know like it's, it's who i am you know like sorry but and uh, which was what i think for me when i was really young i was like so obsessed with um blink 182 Uh i was like 12 and i was so into them and um i think because you know they were fun and that was like one of the bands where i had like i was like obsessed with i was like yeah and then it was no doubt and then from there it was like a lot of third wave ska like safe ferris Dance Hall crashers Um, just, you know, all those bands that were around at the time that like really just grabbed my attention Mm -hmm. and, you know, they talk about their influences like, oh, we like this band. So you're like, who are they talking about? Mm -hmm. And then I I would check them out like, oh, like no doubt. Oh, Fishbone and the specials. And they would name just a bunch of artists. So I, I literally just checked them out and I ended up really falling in love with the older style of ska. Mm -hmm. And that's what really just took off for me. I think that's what really made me who I am.
0: But did, I mean, in your household, was there music? I mean, was it? There-
1: yeah, my dad, um, my dad loves to play. He plays the guitar. Um, he would always bring like instruments, mm-hmm. like random. Like one day he had a accordion. <laughs> one day he would bring uh, his guitar. And, you know, he's very into like the recuerdos uh-huh. and, you know, like, uh, you know, like. Like my dad's stuff. from michoacan you yeah. know my parents are mexican so they both sang for the church mm-hmm. when they first came down here so it's very like music is a, a very big thing in my family yeah. like even if it was either for the church or like my dad just likes jamming him and my uncle would always mm-hmm. be jamming and then, I remember seeing my dad playing the keyboard one time and mm-hmm. I was like instantly like attracted. I still remember and mm-hmm. I was so small, but I think it's just in your blood, you yeah. know, like it just is. So that's kind of how I got very attracted to instruments and we had like a karaoke machine and
2: mm-hmm.
1: I was like always in the little room singing by myself. So I don't know. It just kind of was like a natural thing. Yeah. You know, it was just something that I like to do
0: it's you know it sounds like from you know being a child and then seeing your parents do something because it's different like if you've never seen it displayed and to even think like well well shit that's something i can do but to see your parents it kind of gives you
1: yeah i think that was like definitely Mm -hmm. what started it off you Mm -hmm. know so that was that was what started off for me seeing that and then from there you know you get into your own type of music Mm -hmm. and they probably think it was crazy (laughs) but whatever (laughs) I mean, everybody's like you know the your parents are into their generation music, but I like all types of music. So, well, like like ska,
0: <clears throat> but it, did it, did it come out of rocksteady before or or what's what's the progression of? Because you know reggae comes later, and yeah, a lot of
1: people kind of get that confused, but I don't blame them because they hear reggae and they think, oh well, that was first because it's so slow and it's so yeah. mellow. But ska actually was the first genre to come out of you know like the jamaican sound so from the ska music they had that's when you know they were basically in um kind of like like inspired by what from what i heard soul
0: music from soul
1: music from here like motown and all the oldies that i heard i'm your puppet yeah yeah yeah. they have a lot of oldies covers so that's i think that's what made me like really into the music Uh is that i heard you know a lot of uh oldies covers and i love oldies Mm -hmm. i love soul like you know i i mean it's like a big part of the music that i Mm -hmm. like the inspiration so that was kind of like their inspiration too but i think the radio was a little like the how do you say it it, it didn't sound very clear. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was got there, yeah, So their the, the their beat
1: was, instead of playing on the beat, they started playing off the beat. It's kind of funny. It's like a, a, a beautiful, I guess, I don't know, not mistake, but like the, the way they heard it was like, and then they started playing off the beat and that's how like the mm-hmm. ska got created and the reggae. So yeah. it was like an awesome accident, I guess. I don't know. From what I heard. So Scott came first, and then that's when the rock steady, the one that sounds more
0: like refined, more of
1: what it. I do yeah. is like more of that oldies sounding, like soulful, mm-hmm. very soulful, you mm-hmm. know, not really like the Rasta, the roots reggae that came later. It's more like from the 60s. So they mm-hmm. definitely have that soulful, like sound. That's yeah. what they because they were inspired by, you know, the music in here, like all the 60s. Yeah. Motown and stuff so it's pretty yeah, crazy it even
0: like Bob Marley he had what was it, The Wailing Whalers, which yeah. was it sounds Bob Marley like and the Whalers, later right nothing yeah like before later. the
1: dreadlocks and all yeah. that which uh, he has a lot of amazing stuff like his whole catalog
0: yeah but
1: I love like Bob Marley and the Wailers when he had like you know the Wailers it was mm. like that was like my favorite, you like know? very
0: musical. I think it was, I mean the other yeah, stuff a was good. yeah, a lot of harmonies, a
1: lot of like kind of like a duop sounding thing. Sometimes he he would wear suits, yeah. like re- very rude boy look, you know. <laughs> yeah, so totally, yeah, I mean even you you see his stuff back then, and you know there's a, like a big misconception about reggae. I think mm. sometimes people like autumn Bob Marley is like a huge. I mean I get I understand why he's amazing. Mm. So, but everybody knows of him, but everybody compare. Oh, so like Bob Marley, is that what you do? Like, it's like, oh, uh, sure, yeah. I mean, just so that they can understand yeah. like the concept. But if I were to tell someone, oh, it's uh, I do rock steady, like a lot of people don't know about it, yeah. But when people hear it that don't know it, mm-hmm. they like it because yeah. it sounds like familiar, mm-hmm. well, so
0: especially now. I mean, like, yeah, because there's other artists <clears> like Alton Alice, and you know, this goes on and on, but. Nowadays, it, I don't know, it, within the last probably five years, like, soul music, especially northern soul-sounding music, mm-hmm. has, you know, dab tone records. It's
1: it's taking off for sure. Blown up. Yeah.
0: You know? Uh, Everybody's
1: doing, like, a lot of, like, like, I see a lot of people doing, like, oldies nights, and uh, I have friends that have done oldies versus reggae, yeah. and... <laughs> yeah like and it works you know i went and i was like this is awesome like it's like the best of both worlds for me you know so Mm. they play like both and they so yeah it definitely took off a lot of people are doing nights like that now and it's cool because it attracts more Mm. people to like that authentic sound sounding music yeah so but it's driven yeah. up the
0: record prices too because you, you know you just oh
2: my
1: put god Northern i mean Soul? i'm not much of a collector yeah. i do buy 45s i do love playing records uh-huh. i mean i love it i've always like you know went and tried to you know find whatever i could but yes it's pretty freaking ridiculous yeah. nowadays like i'm like i am not paying 500 dollars yeah. for record like i am sorry I'm. i'd rather for me it's like I'm obviously like a singer. I love playing music. So if I'm going to spend that money, oh. it's going to be like on a guitar, like <laughs> instruments or, yeah. you know, like. But I mean, hey, some people are very passionate about it. I'm not bashing on that. But if you could afford it, good for you, man. <laughs> well,
0: it's it's interesting to see, though, that the, the, this change, you know, this 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 uh, movement, you know, because it, it's, it's kind of like a movement, It's culture, lifestyle, all that stuff. Cause people get, I mean, they're like to a T, mm-hmm. like period pieces. Cause I years ago I used to go to a Northern Soul night, oh, okay. and, and you know it was like every there was people like literally. I think they would what did they throw uh, talcum powder? I think it was on the dance floor. Oh yeah. I mean, I was like, damn, where did you get that from? Like mm-hmm.
1: the, that's like a thing. They want that slide, you know.
0: I was, and then their their period pieces, you know, wear clothes, and
1: uh, I love all that. I think it's great yeah. that people want to dress up and. And look sharp. I feel like sometimes, like throughout the years, like mm. I don't know, I have my opinions, but you know, you should. So I didn't impress you with my Mexico uh, no uh, that, thing on today. That's the day very for, appropriate for, for, for today. You're good. For, for World You're Cup. good. <laughs> it's like the first yeah, time. This is vintage. Okay, <laughs> it actually kind of does look a little. I, I was. It's cool. <laughs> I, I was
0: like, should I change? I'm like, you no. know, it's been a long fucking day.
1: You're. All, I'm. Mm-hmm. This is who I am, um, man. I was watching the game. I'm chilling. So it's okay. I'm not judging. <laughs> I would have been doing the same thing if I didn't have to, you know, work. So I don't know if I would have been up that early, though. It's pretty, pretty yeah, early. We,
0: we were up early at uh, the bakery getting uh, carnitas. Oh, yeah, the bakery nice. getting carnitas.
1: Okay. I tried to convince the guy,
0: that the host, to get uh, uh, the head of the goat.
2: What? Yeah, uh,
0: uh, carne de borrego. or yeah, the Carne yeah. de borrego. Um, it was like 12 bucks. I'm like, dude. Twelve bucks? You cannot buy a animal skull. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> no, I know anyways. about all that. Yeah. Trust, but um, <laughs> but you know what? One thing that that's interesting to me also is is because you mentioned uh, no doubt, even say Ferris. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was it the fact that they were Caucasians for, for the most part that you know made this music now acceptable? Because you know, there's people that have been doing it, right? A lot. It's kind of like the know, rock and roll thing. Yeah. You know, Chuck Berry, uh, Muddy Waters.
1: Yeah. These guys were
0: doing it, but then the Rolling Stones do it.
1: Or like the Beach Boys. Yeah. Come now, out with everybody, Surfing USA, mm-hmm. which is totally like a ripoff of Chuck Berry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but it's true. Yeah. But I love the Beach Boys. I'm so down yeah. with Brian Wilson. He's a genius. Yeah. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, who knows, you know, because I mean, I don't know if it, I don't know it's it is like one of those subjects that people kind of go back and forth about but you know what like it's reality man and it is what it is and sometimes that is what it is you know and it's it's kind of like I don't know because the OC I think their scossing was just like getting huge Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of the times for me when you think of You know, I was obviously younger, but there's people older than me that really did grow up in that 90s, Mm. early 90s scene, you know, of all the bands coming out. Like when Mm. No Doubt first started and, you know, Fishbone and all. Mm. But it's like when they talk about the history, it's like sometimes I feel like it's so like, I don't know how to explain it. It's so focused on the OC. And it's like, what about all the LA ska bands that were out? You know, there was a bunch of like... Chicanos doing ska at the time mm-hmm. you know and that should be recognized just as much yes the OC scene is huge there's so many great bands that came from there that totally just like brought that revival back mm-hmm. but let's not forget about the LA bands yeah. too there is a lot well it's
0: because they, they, they didn't have you know the, the blonde dyed hair and, and the blue <laughs> eyes you know what I mean maybe honestly. I guess I mean who I'll throw it out there yeah
1: you know yeah I mean? I mean definitely I don't know if that's really the reason <clears throat> with Sorry, I'm getting choked up. No, I'm kidding. Don't get Uh, emotional. I'm just kidding. But hey, I mean, I totally see what you're saying. What's history again? Right? It's 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 true. And and people, you know, if you're gonna get offended, it's. I'm sorry. It's reality. Like, it is what it is, man. And it's it's a lot tougher for us people to to be out there. You know, it is. Whether people want to believe it or not, I'm not trying to like make myself seem like a victim or oh, it's so hard, but it is it's different you know because we're not we don't come i mean for me i don't come from all this money i don't come from i don't have a freaking trust fund or a a saving i mean that's great if you do it's not their fault but you know i i didn't come from all that so for us as artists to be able to even have a guitar Mm -hmm. to play or to like be able to like meet people that want to do that it's a struggle you know it's it's a struggle
0: i think that's part of it though is even with the originals, the, the, the founders of, of this music style, it didn't come out of, you know, uh, you know <clears throat> having steak for dinner and, you know, having, like, color TVs, you know. Uh, it came out of uh, trying to find expression in environments that were probably yeah. less suitable for humans.
1: But that's what, like, honestly, I think the early reggae and ska's all about, you know, they were struggling, you mm. know, they were didn't come from there was it's like super poor over there you know like they're talking about their struggles they're talking about like the politics and what they had to go through and Mm -hmm. i think that's what makes the music so real is that they're talking about their struggles because they went through it you know
0: it's kind of like marvin gay right you see political you know stuff come into the top because that's really what they are it's part of being able to say it that's why you know you sit there and you think of you know reggae music to a great degree A lot of people can relate from Mm -hmm. all cultures. Yeah. You know, from all over the world, they can relate because the words they're saying, it's kind of like from the soul. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. still soul music because
1: it speaks to you. Yeah. Right. I mean. It's from like deep within, you know, experiences and like real life, you know, it's reality. Like, I feel like that's how music should be. It should be about the truth. It should be about real emotions and it should be like down to earth, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm pro- I was born and raised in Orange <laughs> County, but I'm like kind of like I kind of see <laughs> what?
1: it. What? Yeah, I know, but I'm like
0: totally non <laughs> radical. No, um <laughs> I really don't talk Well, that hey,
1: you know that you say about uh Gwen and Monique? Gwen actually got her style from like cholas, yeah, you know? Time. And she but she made it look good and I feel like, you know, at least she paid mm. homage and she was honest she's all you know what i would see them and i like their style she never took credit for it you know what i mean like oh like she actually said i got it from the girls that you know what i mean so i was like well at least she's being honest about it but it's kind of funny that well, now that
0: you say that, because I was, I, I just thought about, you know, Jesse James, the famed bike builder and, and everything, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I remember seeing a uh, interview with him and he was like, he wanted to be Mexican, you know, and, 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 you know, he dresses, I'm
2: kidding.
0: Jokes. No, but I'm just saying that, that it, part of it is, is because uh, culture is, isn't biological, right? It, it, culture could be j- just the same way somebody can dress like, from the 50s and 60s, it's something that's your expression. It's mm-hmm. not genetics. Yeah. Like, culture is how you interpret whatever. And we all, you know, um, I love pizza doesn't I mean I'm Italian, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, um, I feel Mexico
1: like, yeah, it's great, really you know? it's it's really getting, like, uh, I think now, you know, with the whole, like, there's just a lot going on. And I feel like people are very sensitive about certain things. And, you know, we just got to, like, kind of loosen up a little bit and really just... Unite and be one. Like let's not judge too hard. I feel like if people love what they love, like let it be, you know. Well,
0: you know, I think you can you can say something without being like you know, totally crazy, but in in a way where it's it's a statement of fact, you know. Mm-hmm. It's where it's like, "No, man, actually no, Ska did start over here. It yeah, did not it's from originate drink. in Orange County or No,
1: it did not, you not know, at
0: all. A certain style. But you
1: could give them the credit of, "Hey, at least they are they you know they brought it and they kept it alive yeah a lot of bands so i give them credit but hey we got to like remember there's an l.a scene too Mm. that has like so many amazing bands that come from there and we should definitely not forget that
0: no that that's something that needs to be said
1: um i think it's because i'm from l.a everyone's (laughs) gonna be like you're being so biased but i'm not i'm just saying hey like everybody deserves credit It, it shouldn't be divided either like oh this is LA this is a it's like we should all be united Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but I feel like when it comes to talking about the history or the 90s of ska like it should be if they're going to talk about you know the bands that brought it back and that you know about the scene in general it's like don't just keep it in one area it's Mm -hmm. like you should recognize what was around you know well, they
0: were commercially they were able to commercially do something with it uh, because of... Uh, but
1: hey, I'm not... I mean, yeah. I I, liked, I was so into a lot of those bands. I mean, they they definitely uh, attracted me to mm-hmm. that style, you know, for sure. But yeah. I moved I moved on from that because I got, you know, introduced to other things. And I started having more interest in that.
0: Mm-hmm. But you started looking deeper into... Yeah.
1: To work. The more I got into... The more I educated myself about the music the more I was like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, this is what I like. Mm. Like, you know, but I still, like, talk about, you know, this is what I was into at the time because mm. that's what was there. I yeah. didn't have anyone telling me, oh, like, it's just I literally discovered everything that I loved on my own just yeah. from going to record stores and hearing there was about no bands. Spotify. There was no Spotify <laughs> with all the Yeah, lists. there was no Spotify. There was no YouTube. Yeah. Playlist. which is great that's why it's like okay people like kids today should know what's up because mm-hmm. they got so many like sources mm-hmm. and I feel like but I, I miss that too like going to a record store mm-hmm. and buying the CD and like reading the lyrics singing along you know yeah. I like I liked all that that's what I did that's mm-hmm. how I, I ended up finding I'm like oh I've heard of that band but I never actually listened to their whole album mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy it mm-hmm. and then bam I was like I love this band and yeah. I was a fan you know
0: That's a good thing is being out there and being open. You know, I mean, it's it's not. Yeah. I mean,
1: yes, we have a lot of, you know, information online and it's great. It's a great thing that we have. But you got to put you got to go out there into the real world. Mm. And I feel like sometimes it's so easy to get sucked into that. And Mm. I feel like, okay, it's cool. It's great for, you know, um, promotion and this and that. But the real deal is going to that venue and supporting that artist Mm -hmm. that's not huge Mm -hmm. you know pay 10 bucks pay eight bucks that's nothing if people are paying hundreds of dollars to see someone that already is loaded you know which i'm not saying they don't deserve it but i think you really need to just go out there and and go out there's so much stuff going on that people they don't go out they're just don't get too sucked into the technology you know people you gotta go out there and enjoy life and and Find, like, if you're into music, go watch those bands. Go yeah. check out the opening band. Like, that's what it's about. It's about live supporting. Music. L- yeah. Live music
0: is uh, an amazing
1: Yeah, because it's so, it's like, d- like you know, all these DJs that have, like, it's not my thing, but, you know, it's all technology. And it's like, no, you gotta, like, you can't, I don't want it to go, like, I don't want it to die out where it's, like, live music doesn't matter anymore. Mm. No one wants to see people playing instruments, like, yeah. That's crazy. That's like what you should want to support instead yeah. of like these computer sounds. I'm sorry. Like that's how I feel yeah. about it, you know, like for reals.
0: Yeah. Go, jump, sorry, go dance around okay. in the desert. <laughs> no, yeah. not speaking of a specific festival, but it, music is that thing that being when you go to a venue to, to watch a band perform, it's like, you know, sometimes they're like within, you know, arm's distance away from you. Yeah. And the music is just and you're seeing these people. I, I love going to watch music, you know, and bands perform. Uh because of that. Because you're you're like it's
1: intimate, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it, even if you're in a decent sized venue, you're like, Man, this sounds and then the vibe there, the energy. Man, when we had uh, Willie G uh perform here, oh man, uh it That's was so awesome. insane the energy. I mean, here's a guy who's, you know, performed with tons of people.
1: Yeah, he's like.
0: And he was like, and even he, when he walked out of the 13th floor, he's like, man, he goes, there was so much energy in there. And I mean, I was just like, you get goosebumps. And, you know, yeah, if you go spend 15, 20 bucks, you know, for a ticket, shit, it's.
1: It's worth it, I think. You're paying for a really good, real experience. And you're supporting people that. You know they don't think about it, and I don't expect them to. But you know, there's a lot of work going towards doing mm-hmm. shows and taking all your stuff. I mean, I don't have to do that. I'm a singer, but I'm just saying. I, f- so I, I roadies. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling for you know the the people that play the guitar, the drummers, especially that have to take like all these pieces. You know, it's like a lot of preparation. Yeah. We rehearse every week to mm. sound our best. There's a lot of preparation just for that one day. Mm. We promoting like so. It's like. Come on, man. You could spend 10 bucks. Like,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, I would love to do everything for free, but reality is we need that support too, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And then they go spend $500 on a 45. I
2: know. I'm <laughs> like, what?
0: <laughs> and that's if it's a not too bad one because they could you know, easily go into thousands. I got some images. Um, I looked you up. And um, so all these will appear on the on the side of oh, you cool. on the actual podcast. Oh, so I found mean. this one. Uh <laughs> I really liked it. And this is where I at, Viva? Yeah. So you go to Viva. Is it, when, when was this? Was this the last Viva? This
1: was last. Yeah, this last Viva that just passed. I think, did I go the year before? I don't remember. But I decided to go this year. It was a lot of fun.
0: And here you are posing next to this Thunderbird. And uh, <laughs> no, I like it because, you know, it shows like, you know, not only do you have style, but you're able to, you know, uh... Posed next to a vehicle and look amazing you know i mean it's seriously there's there's it's
1: funny because i totally posted it on my own but then when it's like there i feel embarrassed i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) but at least you didn't
0: take it down after you felt embarrassed but no it is it to me it's going out because you are living life here Mm -hmm. you are at viva which is the world's largest rockabilly festival um in this shirt did did you see the stray cats
1: i did i honestly you know i i went to see them because i've never seen them and to me that was like a big deal so Mm. i'm like i want to go check them out and i honestly love viva too because it showcases a lot of like local music Mm. and even music like throughout like the whole world Mm. like i've i've like listened to bands from japan from the uk from australia like it's amazing because these people are are passionate about their music and there's so many amazing bands out there and talent that's mm-hmm. not really put up, like, out there too much because it's, like, so far away. But I feel like Viva is, like, an awesome, a great thing because you get to see so many talented musicians mm-hmm. and bands that you probably never heard of. And then you find out about them and you're like, heck, yeah, this band kicks ass. I'm going to, like, follow them now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's an awesome event. I think I'm, like, I super support it. I mean, I'm very open-minded. I mean, yes, I, I do sing reggae. I, that's my stuff, you know? But at the same time, I'm not that type of person to be like, oh, I just stay in this scene, yeah. you know?
0: You're not an like elitist.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm not, you know? I feel like everybody has their talent and, you know, I'm just very open. I think rockabilly is... Um, very attached to their roots as well and their style mm-hmm. and I feel like Viva's really fun you know that showcases a lot of really good talent mm-hmm. so I respect it you know
0: so I found that image and let's see I like this one a lot I like it a lot
1: oh. this one
0: <laughs> I, I kind of snapped a, a still of um you, it was a video Yeah. In, yeah <laughs> Uh, I,
1: Olvera. Yeah, yeah tell yeah. me, tell
0: me what what was happening here.
1: So basically, that day, um, me and Mark Morales, he's uh, actually part owner of Angel City Records,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he does so much for his art. Like for me personally, like just putting us out there. So you know, it's very comfortable. We hang out. We're like, all right, let's go take some photos. You know, we, you need new pictures because mm-hmm. I change like the seasons man like I change my hair all the time like what I'm doing so I every time he's like man you already look different we got to take something new so we went to take pictures around there and I just happened to see everybody dancing to like you know cumbias and just right there and I'm like well I've never like I haven't like it was during the week it was I think it was like on a Wednesday or something and Mm -hmm. I'm like that's so cool people are just out there dancing enjoying like music and it just kind of like I don't know kind of reminded me of like being like at a family party Mm -hmm. and everybody's just dancing like your tios and your abuelito or whatever you know and it was just really cool and this older man was like so down with me dancing with them and Mark's like go dance and I'm like no I don't know I was like embarrassed and he's like come on and honestly once I went in there I like didn't i was like in there like i mm-hmm. didn't even care anymore and he's like man i was waiting for you to get out already <laughs> like because i was actually starting to like enjoy myself yeah. and there's this older man just so happy you know and it's like it doesn't matter like how old you are or what like they're still having a good time and it yeah. was like you know it was really cool just to be like out there dancing and stuff <laughs> yeah it's,
0: I, I like it uh the man like in that's the red, to yeah.
1: me like that is la right there you mm-hmm. know like you know you got like it's are like your Hispanic people, like, dancing outside and enjoying, and it, it's cool. It's cool to see that around, you know, because it's changing. <laughs> I
0: mean, here on one hand, you have a guy in the red flannel and then another gentleman in, a like, a V-neck sweater, vest... With the sombrero on. Right? And there you are looking straight out of like a 1960s <laughs>
2: know. Like, like surf
0: music. You know. <laughs> I, I don't want to say Austin Powers because that's a wrong reference, I guess. But I would say it's okay. like straight. A lot of people
1: say that when they see my hair. They're like, oh, you look like you're like from Austin Powers. Yeah, i like, oh like, God. Yeah,
0: that's. No, it's straight like 1960s. Um, I, I liked it because it was like here you are just enjoying in the moment. I think
1: we just wanted like r- real like. A real atmosphere you know Mm. and i feel like la is like where we're you know it's like home and Mm -hmm. even though i might not have lived in la like i had a family that lived there and we would go out there and we would have little weekends you know going to the mercado or like Mm. whatever you know and or placita or whatever it is so i felt like that kind of defines me as a person, so I thought it was really cool to go out there. and I'm still me; I still have that style, but mm. it's like I'm out there dancing with everyone, so it was cool.
0: <laughs> so you're on Angel City Records, uh, you mentioned earlier, and I did get the video of the new uh, your video that you did. Um, I really like I really like the song. I, I know you-, you you reference yourself as did you say ska?
1: It's kind of like. You know, you know, I like, Yeah, I guess I've done. Mo- I think for me, I've done more rock steady over yeah. ska for sure. But I think because I also love ska, a lot of mm-hmm. my newer stuff, I'm trying to add it in there because I I want to do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just stick to one style.
2: Yeah,
1: I feel like I love a lot of stuff and I'm inspired by so mm-hmm. much stuff. So I just kind of want to like, I'm just creating this sound and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, for myself and obviously get inspired by. Hmm. rock steady and soul and all that so. i
0: think it's very I, I from my personal opinion i find it very soulful yeah very soulful like, definitely uh something you don't hear you know it's not that uh i don't know it sounds like some music sounds tight if you hear like sometimes when, when a woman sings sounds very tight like almost uh artificial mm-hmm. in a way yeah but when you sing and i'm gonna put the video on um <laughs> I, I, I love this video, too. Very uh, Everything about it was very, see if it plays. I
1: don't know, I'm really, I'm really proud of it.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: i'll I'll stop i don't want to embarrass you too much it's a great you know what in in your voice like i said i mean there's a lot of depth to it um very complex it's not like i said i i would say like seriously you're it's very soulful i when i first heard it actually i would have never guessed i would never even categorize it as as ska or even rock steady yeah it was that soulful i was like
1: it definitely has, like, that uh, lowriders, oldies vibe, yeah. you know? And I love that stuff. So I feel like I incorporate that a lot into what I do. And also, you know, I just I feel like I want to have my own thing going, mm-hmm. you know? As inspired as I am by so many things, I still want to keep myself in it, too. Mm-hmm. And well, change just, it up a little, you It know? doesn't
0: sound karaoke. It sounds... <laughs> no, you know, because that happens sometimes, right? Some people sing and you're like, man, like...
1: You need to put soul into it. I mean, if you're going to do reggae or rock steady or even rock and roll, it's got to be raw. You got to just sing your heart out. It can't be too perfect or it can't be like... That's how I feel about it. When I sing, I try to just let it be natural Mm. and I feel it, you know? And this is a song that comes from me. I wrote it, you know? So So it's an
0: original even. Not mm -hmm. only is it like...
1: Yeah. Basically, the guys had this track and... I loved it. I was like this sounds like stuff I want to do. Like this is so what I I want my thing to be. And I mm-hmm. heard it and I think they kind of like grow with me too. They get to know my style and then I don't know, it just it just was perfect. They were like what do you think? Why don't you write something to it? It mm-hmm. was for a it was going to be for a European release, mm-hmm. for a promo because uh I was going to tour for the first time out there. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to kind of have, like, a promo, like, tracks for us to kind of release before we got there yeah. so that people are aware. And so I was really nervous because being, like, a part of the label, sometimes it's very, like, let's let's do this. Come on, chop, chop, you know, because yeah. we want to keep it going. We want to keep the momentum mm-hmm. going. So sometimes, like, it could be a little, I wouldn't say overwhelming. I mean, it has its moments, but definitely this was, like, this is what helped me grow, I think, as an artist is having that pressure, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, we have this track, like write something to it. We're going to record it like this this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? I have to think of a new song right now on the spot. Like, I mean, I never worked that way. It's always been natural. It's like whenever I have mm-hmm. an idea, bam. But sometimes you're going to get those things where it's like, let's do it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know if I could. I was so stressed out. But it's like I learned something very powerful. Like you can't you shouldn't underestimate yourself as an artist like just do it just go for it you Mm. know and I feel like that was a moment for me like I just went for it and I remember they haven't even heard of the song yet I literally went into the studio and they were like okay record it I'm like oh my god but what if they don't like it and then it's like Mm. like I you know people you do that to yourself you psych yourself so I went in there I sang it and they were like dude we cannot release this just like that like this is they really liked it and they wanted to save it for like a special moment mm. and, and take their time on it. So it ended up not being released right away. It ended up kind of like, let's work on it. This mm. is too good to just rush and just put out there. Yeah. And I was surprised. I'm like, what the heck? They liked it that much. Like I didn't expect that reaction, but that's kind of what showed me. Like, as long as you're true to yourself mm. and you stick to what you're doing, like people will like it, you know, as long as you're being honest and you're putting your heart into it. I mean, not everyone, but most people.
0: So, how long did it take you to write that song?
1: <clears throat> so basically, I was under the impression that I was going to record it like on a Sunday or Monday, and I think I was told about it like that week, like on a like not even in the beginning of the week. It was like <laughs> I'm like, dude, you guys really like so, so a couple of days. I was so in my head about it. I always laugh at myself because it's like, I was, why would I do that? Like, why was I so like afraid or Mm -hmm. stressed out? You know, I'm going to be honest. Some people are like, oh no, it was easy. And I just, you know, I just made this song. It was so simple. Like, no, like I'm going to be straight up. Like, even for me, somebody that does this, it's like, we have those moments. So I remember just, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to like take this serious, like. I feel like with them, it's like I started taking it more serious. Like I'm gonna sit home, I'm not gonna go anywhere, and I'm gonna just write. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. So I think like in a day, I thought of it.
0: Wow. So are you, are you a writer, like poet writer, or just a writer of lyrics? No, or I'm or not
1: poet. I am not poetic at all. <laughs> I'm very like straightforward. Uh-huh. I don't feel like you really have to overanalyze my lyrics. Uh-huh. I kind of wish I could do that. Yeah. You know, I feel like sometimes I'll use metaphorical stuff and to make it you know, Mm -hmm. more meaningful and more like poetry. Mm -hmm. But I also kind of just, it's like I'm almost like just saying how I feel, Mm -hmm. you know, and speaking about something like a kind of, you know, that's how I feel like my style is.
0: So in the video, very it showed your journal. So you obviously write a lot.
1: Yeah, that's actually my lyric book right there. (laughs) Lyric
0: lyric book.
1: Yeah. It's not like a diary or anything. (laughs) It's just like, Some stuff, like, just write it down and, Mm -hmm. or even, like, lyrics to songs I like, I would write in there if I want to learn them, so. So
0: you went to to Europe or no, not yet?
1: No, yeah, I've been there three times.
0: How was, how, what was the first time like?
1: It was everything I thought it would be. I guess, you know, you always feel a little nervous because it's like another world, you know, you're kind of like, man, I I don't know how it's going to be, like, especially touring for the first time, it's Mm. like. I mean, that wasn't even my first tour. That was my second tour. My mm. first tour was actually in Mexico, which was crazy. I toured Mexico and Europe before I even toured the U.S. Wow. It's kind of crazy. So it's like surreal, I guess. I was like, oh, man, I'm actually going to go over there? Like, mm. this is happening. This is so happening. I would see the flyers. I would see people commenting. I'm like, and I went over there, and it seriously was like a game changer for mm. me because people, like in Europe, like... The way they, I don't know, it's like so so much culture. They're mm-hmm. all about music and they just treat musicians like so well. It's yeah. so hospitable. So it was a really good experience. All the shows, there's so much energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a different kind of respect for music out there. I personally think so.
0: Do think they have more of a an appreciation <laughs> for the artists yeah. and stuff?
1: Yeah, they do. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I think because here in LA and just the U S in general, there's so many people like Mm -hmm. doing it and we're spoiled. We have so many, we can literally go to a venue right here and see a pretty Mm -hmm. good band or we can go to there. We have a lot. Mm -hmm. And over there, I imagine they just don't have as many, Mm -hmm. like, especially like what we do, like reggae and ska and then the scene's big in Germany. Mm -hmm. And, they have a lot of bands over there too. And I think when they hear this like traditional style and then they know you're from Los mm. Angeles, they're like, oh man, like to them, it's like a big thing, you know? And mm. they it don't have Do you know out. Gwen.
0: Do you know Gwen? No, no.
1: no. <laughs> if anything, I'm just playing. <clears throat> when I went out there, they would be like, oh, like, how's the scene out there? You know, they picture like the scene and the, because they know a lot, like a lot of the local bands, they'll be like, oh, like Hepcat and C Spot and. They're just so like familiar Mm. and they know who everybody is like, Oh, like this person that plays this and they're so educated, but they're like truly into like
2: the,
1: like the LA bands. It's really trippy. Yeah.
0: They think it's like a a culture where everybody's hanging out and music. Like you walk down the street and there's, yeah, you always kind of
1: like, picture like a certain place a certain way and then you get there and you're like what like this is Mm. more than i imagined Mm. and i feel like that's what it was like in europe like
0: did you like the food out there
1: yeah it tastes so fresh you know i never felt like like tired or sluggish after like i mean i was trying to be like man their bread is like amazing Uh like it sucks because it's so good and their cheese like the two things that you shouldn't eat a lot of but (laughs) i was like whatever like i'm gonna try everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) well i don't eat like uh meat so a lot sometimes it was a little hard but they they would cook dinners for us like the venues would make food Mm -hmm. or they would like get food from somewhere so yeah the food is really good
0: wow that's yeah
1: depending where you, you go but For the most part, I didn't eat anything that bad.
0: Do you have uh, any other plans for touring anytime soon, or where would you like to go? Japan. Japan.
1: I really want to go to Japan. I think it just looks so like extra out there. Like everything they do is so extra, and I love it. So I want to check it out for sure. I I would love to go out there. Like hopefully one day. So, if anybody from Japan is listening right now, that's
0: right. I had two barbers two uh, two different times. Actually, three different times um, Two come here for the podcast from different um, one from Kobe, Japan, and then mm-hmm. one from Kawasaki. And uh, luckily, you know, I had interpreters, uh, but it had yeah, just their their way is just so like uh, it was like uh, they came to the Holy Land or something. Like, <laughs> seriously, Southern California, them like I took them up to um, uh, my friend mid-century who gave me that uh, thing of a shop there. Uh, he's a huge fan of Back to the Future. I didn't know this. And so we went out to eat uh, to a Mexican because he wanted Mexican food. So I of took course. him for real Mexican. <laughs> yes. And, um, and I go, oh, uh, he goes, oh, he like, Back to the Future. I go, well, they filmed the Back to the Future high school scene at Whittier High School. Mm-hmm. So let's go. So I, I took his picture and, oh, my God, he, he was, was so over the
1: moon. Oh, aw, that's awesome. I mean, he was,
0: like, on in, in holy ground.
1: I know, and you know, it's things like that that I feel like we take so for granted.
0: (laughs) Because to to us, it's
1: like, oh yeah, like let's go get a burrito, cool. And I think once, honestly, I toured internationally. Oh Mm. my god, I was like, I just want to go to a taco truck, man. And there's nothing like that around here. It sucks. Like, and then it makes you appreciate home like so Mm. much because you're just like, man, like we have this, we have, you know, you grew up around that, and then. It just, I feel like everybody should travel. It's like a big game changer, like for your life in general and your soul, like, because you just experience and meet like the most amazing people. And you're like, man, like you're all the way over here. And like, I know you now. Like,
0: yeah, the world is bigger than Southern California. Than what you
1: think, yeah. And I feel like get out of here for, Mm. you know, I mean, I know it's not cheap. And, but if you can, like, even just travel, you know, open your mind and go, like, Mm-hmm. explore, I guess. Well, I think your I, music. I'm so really lucky. That yeah, I your got music to do that. and
0: your sound, everything about it, um, is amazing. I think it will take you the places you want to go and probably places you never imagined. Uh, you brought two of your CDs. Um, which one, are they? Which one's before or which one's so, the older? So
1: uh, introducing Jackie Mendez is mm-hmm. the cream colored one. This one, that one, yeah, that one's my first recording, mm-hmm. the first release I ever put on Angel City Records. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second one is from last year, and that one features forever true. That was kind of like the single release. Mm. So I wrote that song a while ago and then it was on that when we decided to release it and then release the video.
0: Is there a lot of artists on Angel City Records because I was looking them up.
1: Yeah, there is. I mean, I uh, honestly, I always like talking about it because I feel like they finally just, like you know, they had the courage to be like, you know, let's let's you know put this thing on a platform that it mm. hasn't been on, like this style of music. Cause you have, you know, labels that you know do the rockabilly thing, mm-hmm. and then you have the labels that do like the soul. But there's mm. not a lot of labels that focus on traditional ska and mm-hmm. study, especially in LA. So. I felt like they really. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of other people that have released. Uh, I don't want to not give people credit. It's it's kind of hard because you're just talking. But I'm speaking of Angel City. They decided like, hey, let's release and kind of bring back that authentic mm-hmm. uh, style of. We're gonna have our band and our label, and we're gonna work together. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. So, yeah. and they were all about that. They were all about the. Like kind of like the way Motown is like they have them dress up and like you know record their music there and mm-hmm. everything's so like you know with within the the family so that's kind of how it is with them and I feel like it's so awesome that they decided to kind of promote this style and put it out there like mm-hmm. it is like to sign a someone like me from you know South Almonte California SGV, like that just loves singing you know and really like helped me produce like my style and my way of wanting to put myself out there. So they have a lot of artists. They have soul art and everything sounds like authentic, kind of like the way Dabtone is Mm -hmm. doing it, which I love that label. They have so many amazing artists. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same idea, except I think like focused on reggae, rock steady, but they also have their soul artists. Mm -hmm. Um, They even signed a band that played more like garage modern style kind of punky like i feel like that's just really cool they're trying to just put stuff out there that they love Mm -hmm. they truly love the music and i feel like there's nothing better than that you know it's not about oh i want to make i mean i'm sure everyone wants to be successful and you know all that but it's more about like what they're passionate about Mm -hmm. and i really support it so i think that's why i've stuck with them and i enjoy it
0: they, um, I was reading about them and they were collectors, uh, record collectors. Yes. So it sounds like people that were more like connoisseurs, people that were uh, wanting to preserve you know music and yeah, style. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, like Mark Morales, he has like a million records, so mm-hmm. <laughs> he's all about that life. And even though he he uh he and he just yeah, he has, he has a passion for it, and mm-hmm. then Wally, you know, he's more like. He's he's been in bands. He's played it. He's lived it. You know, too. Like they both have, and I feel like what better way to kind of get together with someone and. Well, do I like what that you love, said you know? that
0: uh, a girl from South El Monte because <laughs> on the back of this you could see Almani <laughs> Almani. This uh, was it overpass. Yeah. Yeah, the overpass there, um, and
1: yeah, I mean it's even the front is. Uh, starlight swap me in Saltomani. so it's pretty cool because people that was a drive-in yeah it's mm. still there people see it and they're like hey like i know that place and that's kind of like a good feeling that's kind of what i wanted to approach you know like mm-hmm. this is where i come from and you know you, this is like where i'm from and then yeah. other people that are from there like and this is like going all over the world you know mm-hmm. like we're trying to put it everywhere so it's pretty cool that You know, they get to see, like, my hometown and...
0: What do your parents think about this? My parents? Yeah. Are they like, this is...
1: They're happy for me. I mean, I think they're just kind of like... They're very supportive and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're totally about it. So I'm lucky.
0: No, that's cool that they get to see you manifesting your dreams.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, they never told me not to do it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think they just... To them, they... Art we're you know like they get busy they're working. I'm over here learning to play guitar. I think for them they really very much knew that it was fun for me. So Mm -hmm. they never told me anything like as far as like what are you doing. Like I'm very fortunate. Like I think because my dad is a music lover. Yeah, and he loves singing and stuff. That he was all about it. I mean Mm -hmm. he had he never really he's yeah they're super supportive. So it's it's awesome.
0: So, besides your future of wanting to go to Japan, which I'm sure you'll (laughs) get there, um, what's your future and near future look like for you?
1: I mean, for me, I'm just trying to, like, keep making music, Mm. you know, just seeing how far it could go, you know. Mm. I don't have any limitations, I think. That's a good way to put it. It's kind of like the more I could put, like, what I love out there and this style of music, the better. Mm. I don't really have, like any limitations you know whatever I could possibly do to put my music out there and be able to perform and share my music with people I'll do it you know mm-hmm. and I feel like whatever it takes like whether it's recording more music writing more music and performing that's like the the main thing for me I guess
0: so do you so these these two just came out right which one one of them just came out that recently.
1: one that one was from last year the yeah. forever true one and then that one was the first release i think it was my god was it like 2013 i think it was it goes by so quick yeah so that was like the very first like under jackie mendez because i have quite a musical like journey mm-hmm. i think because i started out playing in bands Mm -hmm. i was a bass player guitarist like i just kind of had my own little musical journey and i think for me it trips me out because i never expected to be like a solo artist i always was in bands jamming so when they told me the that they were interested and that they want to do like you know we want to sign someone and it's reggae. And I didn't feel like I was like molded into something they wanted. I was already about that Boy. life. You know, I was like, yeah, I want to do rock steady and reggae. Like I'm super in. I didn't feel like I was doing anything out of my comfort zone. So I think, yeah, that that's kind of like how it happened. I don't know.
0: So do you find yourself wanting to do soul music like that?
1: Oh, yeah. That's- I think that's why for me, I'm not limited limiting myself to one style Mm -hmm. because I'm inspired by so many different styles and eras of music. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I do like the more upbeat reggae or I'll do the rock steady. And then now I'm trying to write more like ska tunes. Mm -hmm. And then I even have a song that sounds like an oldie. It's not reggae, it's soul. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that one's not recorded yet, but that's like a song I wrote before I was even signed with them. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, for me, like mm. I just kind of, I was listening to a lot of oldies and I wrote it and they liked it. So I was like, well, I'm going to do this too. So I have a lot of different, mm. like if you hear my own, like if you hear my set, it goes like from different kind of genres and stuff, mm. like styles. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to like do a little bit of everything.
0: Well, you're doing a good job at it. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan <laughs> of your music and they Yay. can find you at... Uh, Angel City Entertainment?
1: Yeah. So that's like, if you want to buy the music, like the mm. physical copy, because I know there's like, muscle on Spotify, YouTube, but if you want like the actual thing, which I think is like so fun to have it mm. in your hand, we have vinyl. That's another thing. They like to release vinyl too, mm. which is really cool because now it's like becoming like huge. So if you want the physical copy, you would go on that website. And mm. there's a lot of other amazing artists that they have on there so Uh check them out too
0: they can find you there and where can they find uh where you're performing all your updates
2: or
1: so i'm very active on social media or i try to be uh Uh, instagram i'm under la jackie mendez and then also on facebook i have a like page under jackie mendez and then i have my personal page but it's more like i do the same thing like Uh i post all my shows like Uh that's kind of what i use it for i You know, like some people like to share their like personal stuff, which in a way you want to engage and
2: like you
1: want people to know you and like, but I really do keep my updates on Instagram. I post like all my flyers. Mm -hmm. I always talk about what I'm doing just to put myself out there. It's a cool thing to be able to do that.
0: So they can find you there on Instagram at La Jackie
1: Mendes. La Jackie Mendes, yeah. I was like Jackie, Angel City Records. Or I don't know. I forgot my my last Instagram name. And one day I was like, hey, I don't know. Where did I hear it from? Someone said that. La Jackie. Like, I forgot where I was. I don't even remember. And I'm like, I like that. La Jackie. So I just put La Jackie Mendes. But some people think it's LA Jackie Mendes. But no, it's like La Jackie Mendes. It's just a funny thing that I just...
0: I wanted to do. No, I like that you're embracing who you are and where you come from. You know, I mean, so many people can easily get caught up and create another persona of uh, who they are and get lost in it.
1: Yeah, Um, that's definitely like what I try to not. And I totally know what you're talking about because it does happen, but... mm. I'm really just like everything I, from the way I dress to like the music I listen to, is like this is actually what I'm into. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not just putting a costume on.
0: Yeah, it's not dress up. Yeah, it's it's not.
1: It is exactly.
0: No, that did you have a good time?
1: Yes, I'm like yeah, I'm on the 13th floor, man.
0: (laughs) I'm on top of the world. Look at mom. Look at dad. Mira, (laughs) Mira, (laughs) (laughs) Mira. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: Um. I don't know. I oh Whittier. I'm performing. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. In Whittier next Saturday mm-hmm. at Turnbull's Tavern. So anyone from Whittier that's local that wants to hear live music, mm-hmm. please check it out. It's gonna be fun. It's pretty cool because I actually work in Whittier too, and a lot of my coworkers mm-hmm. are like, "Yeah, we want to go see you." So I'm excited. So that's like the next thing coming up. Mm-hmm. And let me see. I have, I actually have like a list of shows because you know whenever you're on the spot it's like you kind of blank out but uh i have one coming up the next one's in whittier i have the satellite in silver lake july 5th and this is one that i'm really tripping out on <laughs> on july 28th mm-hmm. i'm performing in almani they're having like wow. an anniversary there like of the city mm-hmm. i don't even know how they found me yeah but it's kind of awesome that they're putting making me a part of that because that's where i'm from and i Honestly, never performed in my own Mm. city because there's nothing really there to perform at. Like, we don't have venues and it's so small. So, they're having like their anniversary thing. So, I'm going to perform at that (laughs) on July 28th. And then also that same day, I'm performing in Garden Grove. Mm. That's going to be a cool festival. And yeah, I have a couple. But yeah, I mean, I don't want to go on and on. And I'm also going to Mexico in September. I'm so excited. Yeah, Mexico City. You know what? I haven't been to a fiesta. Like, when I go over there, it's, like, I do my shows, and then I meet a lot of people that are, like, in the scene and into the music, Mm -hmm. and they're, like, so passionate about there, too. Like, I would would have never... I mean, because, like I said, sometimes you kind of live in, like, a little bubble, because... That's where we grew up, but then you go somewhere and say, man, there's people that are, like, really down for this over here, too, and they know all mm. the work, and they dress up, and it's, like, really crazy, because you wouldn't picture that over there, yeah. but it's very much so, like, a scene over there, too, and mm. it's, like, really fun, and I love visiting. Can't wait. Oh,
0: that sounds awesome.
1: So, yeah, that's basically it. Just those shows and go on Instagram. I, I'm always posting, like, everything on mm. there, so...
0: No, I like I said, I think your voice and your talent and you know, take you a, a lot further than you think. <laughs> thanks. Um and I wish you the best. Thank I wish you, you. the best. Thanks. I've had a good time.
1: Oh, thanks. To you. Me too.
0: All right, folks. So that'll wrap up this episode of the Lodgecast. Make sure you can find us
2: at gentleman'savenue.com forward slash the Lodgecast. So until next time, be well, my friends. Woo!